0: When you listen to the show, do you find yourself agreeing with the boys? Or do you think Tim is full of s**t? Well, let them know how you really feel and participate in the live shows. Follow the Tim Zabriskie Show by searching at Timmy Zabriskie on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And fully interact by liking, commenting, and even calling into the hotline. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard.
2: Every sure, this podcast. I haven't seen it
0: Oh, Phil, does that ever get any easier when we watch that? No. Oh, look at this. This
1: is oh. nice. This is relaxing.
0: Very beautiful beach. You're in a beach. Look at that and water. Look how be- blue that water is. Oh! 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 oh. <laughs> wow.
2: and everyone, Howard Cosell, speaking of sports. Tonight, Greg Valentine, Uh-oh. a premier athlete. Premiering and we Oh, excuse me. All right. What we have here is wrap around cut number one featuring the. Uh, this is going to be for Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, we've got three cuts here. Three they cuts. They will huh? uh, play on the 17th of November. And
1: here we go, gentlemen.
0: Break stand by. <coughs> three, Oops. two. Get that last smoke I got to make a call. But I,
1: I, okay.
2: All right, fans, stay tuned. More exciting World Wrestling Federation action coming up in just a moment or two. By the way, next Thursday, have a happy Thanksgiving. Birmingham, Jefferson, Wednesday night, November the 28th, World Wrestling Federation at its very best, including an intercontinental title defense for my guest at this time, Greg the Hammer Valentine. You know what? I
0: thought I played the this one challenger
2: I meant to get The challenger will
0: Tito Santana. Ooh, Tito. Hold my belt. and Take my pictures. Tito Santana
1: what the hell
2: was that greg come back here come back here greg you may laugh about tito santana but greg come back here come back here you may this man is serious greg you come in here you shout you rave you you just go on and on and on julie please if you'd come on in here i want to know if you sit across from each other at the dinner table does this guy sit and yell does he, does he pass the fucking potatoes? <laughs> does he, does Certainly he? Hell does. That, that's what I thought.
0: It's We got a real jam going down. Welcome to That's it.
2: do your dance at the Space Jam.
0: Tim Zabriskie here, back at it again with the brand new vid. But we're doing all right. We we've only dropped a few frames so far, you know. Nothing's happened. Nothing's yeah. gone wrong. Yeah, it's 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 not as bad as it as it's been. It's getting it's getting better. We're starting to we're starting to figure this whole thing out. But uh, welcome to the Tim Zabriskie show. It's been, a, it's been a couple minutes since we've been here doing doing the damn thing. But um, we're happy to have you. Thank you so much. As always, once again with me, the president of wrestling, the one, the only, the colonel, the hardest working man that I've ever seen, Mr. Phil Stamper, everybody.
1: What's up, guys? Ah, there he he is. My name is Phil. Trust in Phil, president Uh, of wrestling. Trust in him. I am the multiverse. He he's everywhere, Phil. That that's the new that's the new hashtag. I am the multiverse.
0: #Because I'm everywhere. <laughs> Phil is the multiverse. Phil, tell us about uh tell us about everything that's going on with you with wrestling and everything like that. You've been you've been everywhere.
1: Everywhere. I have in the last since we've last met. Since we've uh, last
0: discussed, yes. I
1: have been with uh MCW Pro Wrestling, Outbreak Wrestling, Showtime Championship Wrestling Alliance and wrestling a revolver, okay. uh, where I might, where, you know, things happen. I might be causing um, some some chaos. Well, actually, I'm trying to cause order to chaos, but more chaos is ensuing to restore right. order. See, it all makes sense in the end.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It, you posted I, that one picture with you and JT standing next to each other with some guy getting suplexed and things
1: like right. that. Killer right? cross suplexing Larry D. Larry D. Oh. Larry D is not a small guy. Larry D is like 360 a, pounds. He was a big boy. He was definitely and he, and a here's, big boy lacrosse say to suplex like hey like it was nothing
0: absolutely nothing phil so
1: i run wrestling revolver
0: is 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 there some sort of uh power struggle that's happening in wrestling revolver is that what the The, whole thing is
1: everybody wants to think that sammy callahan is in charge but well that's what i heard you know me and you know how much i do for wrestling revolver so when it comes to like who's doing what like who is really running things who had to get the Ohio promoter's license so we could have our event on August 23rd?
0: Do you, sign, do you sign your own checks,
1: Phil? I am now. It's great.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Well, then I guess you are running things. So, thank you, everybody. So, if you've never watched this before, welcome. I- and why? Why? I mean, we've been doing this for like two freaking years now, Phil. Wow! But the whole thing is that what we like to do on this channel Is we like to call the winners for the upcoming pay-per-view So with SummerSlam right around the corner um, Phil and I go head-to-head We go through every single match We go through the backstory of every single match And from there we decide who's going to win Now, um, Phil, I I have to admit When the last time that we met here, there was two wrestling pay-per-views that went back-to-back, and I was really surprised at how well you did. So well, in fact, that... Once we unveil these, everyone's gonna see. Phil beat me twice. For the Saturday AEW show and for the Sunday Extreme Rules WWE pay-per-view Phil was able to get two points on both of those shows, so Phil, congratulations, <laughs> congratulations are in order. You did a, you did a one hell of a job, Phil.
1: What I, where were you going for there? You were like, you did one, you did one, you did a hell of a job. What? Well, Phil,
0: I mean, you know, I'm, I, I can be as happy for you as I can. I mean, I'm all blocked out up here and everything like that because I'm, I'm the loser. But you got two points, but Phil, scoreboard check. I still have one more, and with SummerSlam now officially being Double points. Phil, what? You, what? You didn't know this, Phil? Well, I didn't know the this. The big shows, Phil, the big well, pay-per-views.
1: Am I not one of the producers? I'm confused. We didn't we didn't talk about this in the pre-show meeting, Tim.
0: Oh, okay, Phil. Do you uh do you want to do double points for this show? Yeah, let's go for it. Double points. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, Phil, you know, um, um double points for SummerSlam. The phone lines are open if you want to call in. The phone number listed below, 518-350-4312. And, Phil, we're only going to focus on WWE for this show. Did you yes. know that? Because the, only. Next, the next time that we meet, Phil, we'll be in a couple weeks, and we'll be going over all elite wrestling all out. Phil fantastic so we're doing that on August 29th right isn't that when the uh yeah 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 because the the pay per is on that Saturday the 31st so Phil we will be we will be right here so make sure you like subscribe and share each and every one of you that way uh you know everybody can see what you're doing and we'll and we'll do all of all elite wrestling they can see me on that day the YouTube channel once again Oh, wrong wrong button there. The YouTube channel, TimmyZ4674. You can uh, watch us here, watch us there, watch us everywhere. You can even see what well, you're watching us on Twitter. So, Phil, getting right into the actual match card here, what do we have going for a pre-show match here?
1: Well, they haven't officially announced what the pre-show is, but I'm going to make some educated guesses.
0: All right. Educate us, Phil. What do we got yeah, going on?
1: Let's start off
0: with Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. I like where your <laughs> right. heads. <laughs> right. Match number one.
1: Though, hey, we did we didn't predict that happening with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania.
0: Right. That totally happened
1: though. Right. So let's instead go with. Uh, I'm gonna go. Bailey, the WWE SmackDown's women's champion, okay, defending against Ember Moon.
0: For the pre-show.
1: For the pre-show.
0: Wow. So how did we get to where we are at with these two,
1: Phil? Um, so uh, initially Bailey and Ember Moon had tagged together against Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville. Um Moon won, and after she won, Bailey selected her as the number one contender for her championship at, at SummerSlam. So Bailey handpicked Ember Moon to be her her. Rival in this match. Oh. Now, what's what's interesting, kind of to note, just in this the air and sphere of the WWE, yes. is that I think it was yesterday an article came out that apparently Vince has never been very hot on on Ember. And it was what? a lot of other people sort of wow. speaking for her. I kind of think she's the best of the class of NXT that's come up. And she looks recently. fantastic. I don't know what right. she's thinking. She's an amazing in-ring talent. She has a personality that people reach out to. I, I, I'm shocked if that's true. I mean, again, we know we all know how dirt sheets kind of work. So
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it was, but it was surprising to kind of see that out there. So I hope that's wrong. Um, you know, Ember's been a tremendous addition to the WWE main roster. Right. Right. Um, Bayley, Herrera's champion,
0: kind of lackluster at most. Kind of like it, the it's
1: the most attention Bailey got while she's been champion is when she did an interview and talked about the grueling schedule of the WWE and how how, how they have have to still pay for all of their own transportation. And then she tried
0: had... to backtrack after the whole thing too, which was hilarious. Like just, right. she was just like, "Oh shit, I probably shouldn't be saying any of this right now, right? Because exactly. I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble." So, exactly. Um, That being said, Phil, who do you think is going to be going over in this one?
1: I'm going to go Ember Moon. No, I mean, no, I lied. I lied. I'm going Bailey. Sorry. I don't know why. I would like to have Ember win, but she's not going to.
0: Well, you know, we also have to consider there's a lot of different changes going on that's in the company right now, right? Right. Eric Bischoff. Paul Heyman and I think it's funny like uh with this whole they're taking over and everything like that Phil because for me it seems like um um they're, they're doing exactly what they did 16 years ago right in 2002 <laughs> but the difference is that um Bischoff is is going to Smackdown and, and when Heyman originally was on Smackdown in the original draft, right? Um, I think that the reason that they're putting Paul there is because Paul's dealt with like a big network like that. And Vince can still kind of coddle over, uh, over Heyman. Um, right. but, but with that, they're, they're clearly making some, some serious booking decisions. And Vince is kind of overseeing cause he's got the whole XFL and, you know, whatever the hell crazy life that that man has. Right. Um, right.
1: W- the man who does not sleep.
0: <laughs> exactly, like like he he's always up apparently. So, with that being said, I think that we don't like with what you're saying about Ember Moon. You know, I'm gonna have to go the opposite of you because if if one of these two other guys are really kind of doing this whole booking and you know, there's a lot of new um, agents and producers there. Um, shout out to Pat Buck. Uh, congrats to Pat Buck. <laughs> becoming the producer up there, but I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, gonna go with this one with some new wave sort of booking, and go with Ember Moon on this one, Phil. Okie okay, doke. And who do you guys think at home? Make sure you write it in the comments down below. That way it pops up on the screen, and um, yeah, we'll go from there. Phil, what do we got next?
1: So next for the cruiserweight championship, we have Drew Gulak defending his title against Oni Lorcan. Really? Um, the oh. way we Oni. So Oni has appeared on SmackDown Live before um, and then, like, suddenly vanished again, which was surprising because he seemed to get over. He has a great look um, in tremendous physical condition. Um, now on 205 Live, and I, I still think he pops in on NXT for, on occasion. Um, right. Oni Lurkin, back in August six, won a six-pack challenge, defeating Akira Tozawa, uh, uh, Raya Divari, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, Kalisto, and Tony Nese in order to face... Drew Galak for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship at SummerSlam. Um, Hmm. Now, what's interesting, these two do have a history beyond the WWE. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. There's wrestling outside of the WWE. We're going to talk about All Elite Wrestling. And, no, what? Sorry, wrong, wrong
0: conversation. Well, we're not going to talk about All Elite Wrestling tonight because we are going to talk about All Elite Wrestling on August 29th.
1: I'm sorry, Tim. (laughs) I'm sorry, Tim. But... They do have a standing rivalry that occurred back at Championship, or excuse me, at Championship, um, at Combat Zone Wrestling when Drew Gulak was the heavyweight champion. Mm. Um, So there is a bit of a rivalry um, between the two, so they have uh, previous existing knowledge of each other. Um, so I do think this match is going to be very strong. They've touched
0: Phil, isn't that what isn't that what they, they say?
1: They've,
0: they've, they've, <laughs> they've uh they've um molested each other a little what? bit. What? What? Whoa, whoa! It, it, let's, wow. let's,
1: let's not go there, team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there've there have been other bad things and stuff. So let's let's not go there.
0: Where did my uh I used to have a garbage pail right there that I would throw my bottle caps
1: to. Tip. Is, is is your is wife what, cleaning? The, your Yeah, house this is what happens you? when you
0: get married. Shit starts right. moving all around. Damn
1: it! Um, so <laughs> I I I do think because I think this whole pay per view, there's some kind of potential that's going on because now this is the last of the major pay per views before SmackDown moves Everything to Fox.
0: Everything happens, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: I mean, we still have two months of it about to occur because that doesn't occur until October. But there's, it feels like there's more in the air that there's more that's about to come. Um, with this. So, uh, part of me is like, okay, I feel like they're going to change, but then not change. Maybe that's why they brought in some of the superstars that we're going to talk about later who are returning. So that way they were like, Hey, look what we got. We got these guys because there may not do some of the changes that we all think about. So kind of with all that being said too, I do not think they're going to take the cruiserweight championship away from Drew Gulak at this time. It's going to be Drew Gulak.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Drew Gulak, too. I mean, um, not for what you're saying. I just don't think that right now Oni Larkin is the uh, the big enough draw compared to to Drew. Um, for, right, he's for... just not
1: known enough yet, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I think people yeah. are gonna come to know him and gonna like him. He's
0: known um, to us, Phil, but like you know, like uh, not everybody's as smart as us, Phil. <laughs> okay, right. you know I, what I mean.
1: What's funny is, I, and I, I shouldn't maybe say funny, but when you look at Oni Larkin, um, you know he's a big guy. Right. He's a muscular built guy. When you it's when you look at Drew Gulak in some of his promo pictures, he looks like a WWE superstar, which is great. I I look at Buddy Murphy, who will, and we're going to talk about all that stuff in a moment. Yeah. But Buddy, when Roman Reigns attacked him this week on SmackDown, is on 205 Live. He's a 205 Live competitor and is just about as tall as Roman Reigns. A- and in physical condition, it's like how did like okay so. Logically, yeah, buddy, Murphy should totally be able to take on Roman Reigns because they're physically near the same. They're just a few inches apart from each other.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So that
1: didn't stop him from getting tossed around the locker room by Roman Reigns.
0: But no, not at all. But yeah, I mean, you know, but but he, he's he's Roman Reigns. He's got he's got, got the he's got the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't know, Phil. It's just yeah, just keep that eyebrow up. It's fine. But um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. So. So those two matches would be for the pre-show. Now are we on to the main card
1: at this point then? We are on to the main card, ladies and gentlemen.
0: So, who do you think is gonna be opening up the biggest uh, match in uh, of the summer of the biggest party?
1: Um, I think opening up you know, it, it's weird because what they've done on raw is not necessarily what they always do on a pay-per-view. Okay, I'm you know gonna call it. All
0: right, you know who I'm gonna right. call? I'm gonna call the for the first matchup, Phil. Okay,
1: let's go for
0: it. I'm gonna go with the Fiend and Finn Balor.
1: You know what? That was where I was. Oh, That's right. Totally where yeah. where I was. There we go. There we go. Yay! Yay! High five.
0: Half point if we're both right on that. All right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. So the Fiend versus uh versus Finn Balor. Now I love everything of that 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 Bray Wyatt's doing. Um, I think that. The complete way that he's kind of transformed himself going into, um, going into this this being his first real match back, Phil. Like ever since he started doing like the uh, the Pee Wee Herman sort of parody show and everything like that, I just think that what we have going on right now is fantastic. Um, but the big question here, Phil, is w- which Finn Balor are we getting? You know, the demon has been known to be showing up here at at SummerSlam. Right. Do you think that they're going to do that right away, Phil? With the Demon versus the Fiend?
1: Well, they haven't had a lot of time to establish this rivalry. Basically, Bray came out for the first time um, in as the Fiend and attacked Finn Balor. And then every week since, he's attacked a different legend. Right. So, Which I love like... that
0: he's doing the mandible claw. And we're not right. calling it anything with, like, Puppets or anything like that, because there there have been puppets, you know what I mean, on his show, and they easily could have called it like you know Mister Mister Rocco or some shit like that, right, right? Right. But they but but they went with the mandible claw name, which makes it fantastic. And and I was talking to a coworker of mine, and he was saying he's like, yeah, I think that that move for this this Bray Wyatt is a lot better than Sister Abigail as a finish, yeah. you know. It's more sadistic and it's more. And- uh,
1: so like, so one, I don't think they're gonna do the demon because they're not there yet. I think you know, if they could keep this going for a little bit, yeah. and maybe this could be a you know really interesting and build into it. Um, but how do I word this? My bigger fear about what they're doing with Bray Wyatt as the fiend, because, you know, it was like, what is this weird puppet show? What does all this mean? Okay, it's Bray Wyatt. Well, this is kind of weird, but then people really kind of got into it. Then Vince got mad at something the puppet did. I didn't get an opportunity ever to see that particular clip. Just that. They, I wonder what he like, did. The, the Vince puppet went too far, I guess. Um, <laughs> and so ah, pal. Right, ah, right, you so, went too far, pal. Huh? They cut they cut it out of a raw replay. It's not on their social media. I've and I've not seen it again. Um, I wonder what he did. I've never heard. So this. my fear of you know Bray's doing all these things to all these legends is what, what happens every time we see a wrestler go on a series of attack against legends, with the exception of Randy Orton. Yeah. I, like I, all, all of the legends come back, and they attack the wrestler who's been attacking them.
0: And then the lights go out, and the wrestler's not there anymore, Phil. He's not in the ring anymore, when all these wrestlers come back. And Maybe. And he's, he's out on the screen just laughing at you with that sadistic mask on, Phil.
1: and then then the camera
0: then the camera pans and he's got lita i don't know i just fucking throwing throwing somebody out there right
1: and and what what some fans might not know i mean you're not up in toronto you might not be following along is you know wrestlemania weekend is a huge weekend for (laughs) for all of wrestling and, and the WWE just themselves, I mean, they do an access experience for their fans. They have um, NXT uh, does a takeover. Well, now that they're doing Toronto, they're redoing that. So there is a fan access experience. There's going to be takeover. There's a whole bunch of independent events that have sort of latched on to the fact that there's going to be SummerSlam in Toronto. So. There is a lot of buzz up there right now about things that are happening, so it does make a lot of sense that if they pull this little legends card, that well, those legends are going to be right there because they might have brought brought them in for fan access. So, I am intrigued with with kind of where they go with this. Um, I I think they're going to give Finn the win, but but more will my half point will be. Um, there's going to be more to it. Like, Bray will attack after the match.
0: You think that Finn is going to win? Really? I, Yes. Really? They're doing yep. all this build-up. We've had months and months of promos and yep. packages and yep. special attention on this one guy that they basically had buried and threw, threw on a fire... Put through gasoline on him and peed on him, Phil, at the same time. And his first attack.
1: What do they do every time with Bray Wyatt? They light him on fire and then piss on him. Yeah.
0: But this time they're doing it right. They have the reaction from all of us. And you think they're going to do it again, Phil? No. Bray Wyatt is going over. He's going over so strong and so hard it's going to make your head spin. Period end of questions <laughs> okay okay there, there's no dude i swear to god if finn balor goes over all right if finn balor goes over clean right because that's what it sounds to me that you're saying like like they're gonna put finn balor over clean right and if they do that then fuck it bray quit quit because they're not gonna do anything with you and phil do you know where he should go he should go to I mean, AEW right. that we will be discussing all out on August 29th. All right, that's
1: that's it for that play. <laughs> I'm going uh, the wrong direction. I'm sorry. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, it's it's fine.
1: But, I mean, I, wa- I want them to do Bray right. At the same time, Bray has not wrestled as this persona. And it, it's the weird <laughs> WWE logic. So I'm going to keep mine with Finn. You go with Bray.
0: I will, but, mister. Thank you.
1: Let's go on to the next (laughs) match. Jesus. How about Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon?
0: Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Here's a match that shouldn't even be happening. This match is stupid. Yeah. I'm going to go out right and say it. Shane, you do not need to be doing, doing this anymore. You're taking away from everybody else. All the promos that Kevin Owens is cutting right now, they are legit. Seriously. There's no reason why we need Shane to be wrestling right now. Do you know who I right. want to see wrestle uh, Kevin Owens at this pay-per-view, Phil? Who's that? Sheldon Benjamin. Oh, oh there you go. I want to see Shelton Benjamin versus Kevin Owens, because that would be one hell of a match, Phil. Why do we have to see Shane again?
1: Doesn't That's make, fair. Doesn't That's a very valid point. What
0: The guy came back. The guy's better than everybody. But Shane... We get Shane again. It's not special anymore, Phil, and that was the whole thing with him.
1: Well, it it's funny because I've been I've been on this this social media kick lately that I've I'm doing hashtag book him book her yeah book them because I feel like there's so many people in wrestling that just don't get that opportunity to like really get some more exposure. So I'm like, hey, you know, take a look at these guys. And I realized somebody I plugged this morning actually was on SmackDown and beat The Miz and Shane McMahon when they were the best in the best of the world together. Right. Um, and then I plugged that I wanted them to take on, they're called the Impeccables, they're a tag team out of California. Oh. That I wanted them to take on the besties. Mean and I meant Davey Vega and Matt Fitchett out of uh, Missouri. Right. And people, I think, thought I wanted them to rematch Shane and Miz. It's not where I was going. No, not at all. No. Besties in the world are the best tag team in professional wrestling today.
0: Kevin Owens versus uh All of Wrestling. Kevin Owens <laughs> I'm reading Connor's comment I'm um, saying
1: No, don't even read it. you like your your mind will just start to disintegrate. Uh, who's
0: John Cone? Is that remember, a...
1: remember, we always get played. We always get played by this John Cone business.
0: Oh, is this the kid g-? is this it's the, the kid? Uh, it's that kid. It's the it's that oh, okay. kid. But uh um... walk away from it. <laughs> um anyway so um i thought i thought when he said the russo swerve i thought that he was it made me think why not kevin owens versus rusev where's rusev these days they don't have a they
1: don't have room for him it and and, why is that so like the wwe Here's the thing. What, I'm going to say something's going to be bad. <laughs> you got to right. start it with,
0: here's the thing.
1: <laughs> here's the thing. There you go. I'm starting my own spinoff podcast called, yeah. here's, here's the, the thing. thing. Um, <laughs> WWE is overstocked with talent on their roster right now. And that's unfortunate because I'm, it almost sounds like I'm saying, like, you should fire all these people to get take away their jobs. That's totally not what I'm saying. Because now they're in a position where there's so much good talent and so many talent, talent on the show who feels like I'm not being used. Yeah.
0: And they're not letting these fuckers go because of the competition. Right. So it's like, it's like, what, what do you, you're starving these people. I think about
1: about Luke Harper, right? Yeah. That's totally who I was thinking of.
0: And it's like, it's like, you know, we let the guy fucking go and live his life, you know? Right. Like, let him, let him
1: get a job. Right. He wants to do more. Give him an opportunity to do more, it just won't be with the WWE, which is unfortunate. But okay, so now we can go somewhere else and wrestle. Maybe his stock will go up and WWE will bring him back in three years. Like But but
0: but he doesn't I like he's a special case because I don't think that he has three years left. He's he's an older guy. You know what I mean? So but if he wants to use up the, the this time, let him fucking go. If you don't if you don't have anything for him, then why why are you holding on to him? You're starving him. It's that whole, uh, It's. Uh,
1: what it I mean, in, in the late 90s uh, when, you know, WCW was the thing yeah. and it was all about cruiserweights. Well, the WWE contracted cruiserweights sometimes not even to do anything, not to go wrestle, not, not even to wrestle like local independent events. It yeah. was, we're signing you to a contract. Don't report to OVW. We're not using you for television. Go sit at home. And fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> Here, yeah. Here's a, here's a little bit of money just so you don't get signed by the w- by WCW.
0: I recently started watching clips of uh of Lanny Poffo and Lanny Poffo talking about how you know that whole time he was under like a like a million dollar contract with WCW? <laughs> never what? used. Never used, Phil. He was they just had him on contract because they were he was supposed to be Gorgeous George and then Randy was like uh, uh. I got a girlfriend now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So like right. So so he was never used, but they kept him on the contract and he was like, Yeah, I saved all that money. All of it.
1: <laughs> Good. That's why he was the genius. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanna say it it was uh Jeremy Borash, you know, who, who's currently with Impact Wrestling, um, was with WCW in its in its end, what did, you know, a very early podcast, did like this would do like a I wanna say it was like a three hour a week podcast um for WCW. And he had, like, an office in, like, their main office building. He's like, you know, everybody was, you know, nobody really knew what was happening at the end. But I was getting paid, so I kept showing up to the building and yeah, doing work.
0: fucking might as well.
1: <laughs> right. Until, like, I th- I know he said, like, one day something happened. I just can't remember what it was. And, like, then he wasn't. But it was, like, you know, for weeks he just kind of got paid. Yeah. I could only imagine what that must be like. <laughs> yeah,
0: just fucking getting paid not having to do anything. Okay.
1: You know, by the way, if you would like to hire me, I am looking for another job. You can find me on my Twitter at psphenom, p s p h e n o m. Hire me, please. I have, I have three college degrees and a 168 IQ, and I'll Those do are, anything. I'm not working. Like that's legit. I need me. the money, and I need the money. I mean, I have some nice money now, which is nice. But I just, at this point, I can't. I can't take the environment I'm in. I need something else. Please help yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it's, Thank it's, you. All right. We're good. All right. Now that it's public, Phil. I mean, you know. Right. It's the, it's totally public. <laughs> putting it into the universe. Because it, it needs it, to come back and
0: me. And speaking of universe, let's get back to the WWE universe, Phil. Now, what, so is, what is the next one? Who night? do
1: you have in Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon? And now remember, there is a stipulation. If Kevin Owens loses, he will be forced to quit the WWE.
0: He's. And where's Sami Zayn? where's sammy zane
1: sammy's on raw pissing off fans is he is he actively there what do you mean Ish. Mm. uh he's just, remember he did the thing where actually he talked about you know <clears throat> get ready you know hit the thing um where he talked about oh any questions about how i feel about aew
0: oh <laughs>
1: oh uh you know <laughs> like we will on August 29th, when it's yes. all about All Out. Why did they do RVD at All Out? I don't know. It worked. And it worked. <laughs> we'll see you back August 29th. But we're not done yet because we still want to know. <laughs> we
0: have, still have a lot of Timmy matches. Zabrisky, Timmy Zabriskie.
1: Timmy Zabriskie. Kevin Owens uh, versus Shane McMahon. Your pick, sir.
0: I think, uh, I think Kevin Owens is going over. <laughs> He's going to hit him with a stunner, grab a couple Steve we- or Kevin Wisers and fucking...
1: Uh, right. And the the bad thing that throws this off is that being fired is never permanent because Shane lost a loser leaves match and still became the general manager of of whatever it was at the time, Raw, I think, um, when he lost to the Undertaker. So Shane himself has been on the other side of the spectrum. Um, I want to see, I think Owens should win. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna say it's Owens, but I'm gonna say it's because they need to just end the Shane McMahon moment, um, and so they can move past it. Because now he's so top heel, they need to save him up for a moment where he can be face again.
0: Yeah, they, he he just gotta take some time away from
1: from wrestling right now. You know what I mean? Just do yeah. some
0: do something else, my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I called you Shane as I wrote down your name. <laughs> money 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 money, money. <laughs> money. That's fun Um So Tim Yes sir next up AJ Styles versus Ricochet for the oh. United States Championship.
0: So I I'm excited for this one because you know the, the match that they had was good and everything like that, but you know now are the uh is the O C there? What does the O C stand for? Orange County The original Choppers? club. Oh, the original club. Gotcha. Um, and now, is this going to be a swerve where, like, Ricochet joins them or, you know, which would be – Well,
1: you know, cool. if they're swerving, I think – well, I don't know. I, I don't think it's there yet, but there there has been conversation about what if Finn Balor joins the OC. Hmm. So it's, you know, like the
0: other club. Which he should. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Great. Right so i don't I don't know if that would happen. I mean, imagine the matches you would get with ricochet and Finn Balor mm-hmm. um that would be pretty phenomenal <laughs> <laughs> but that being said um so a j Styles versus ricochet, yes, they've traded well uh the o c set up a situation, so uh luke gallows and Kyle Carl uh, Anderson set up a situation. Um, by which they convinced AJ Styles, um, you know, you know, Ricochet, Ricochet is talking some trash on you, man. You should go take him out. And he's like, no, no, no. It's just going to be a good match. Um, Ricochet wins. Um, and then they convince him that Ricochet was doing all this trash talking. I could beat him any time I want. Duh, 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 duh. Um, AJ slaps Ricochet in the face. Ricochet slaps him back. They'll go on and have a match um, this time. AJ wins. Uh, so, or was it the other way out? Anyway, regardless, they've gone back and forth, wins back and forth. Um, so now they've continued this rivalry through until S- SummerSlam. Uh, Tim. Tim. AJ Styles <laughs> or Ricochet. Um
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with AJ Styles. AJ Styles is the big name. He's the uh, he's he's the bigger name out of the two Ricochets. You know, Ricochet's great and everything like that, but I think that uh they're really just gonna go off that name, that name brand awareness for this one. You know, he's a phenomenal. I think that, uh, you know, it's, it'll be good for the newspapers in, up there in Toronto. So we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with AJ Styles. Who do you got?
1: I am gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna go Ricochet on this oh. one. Oh. Um, d- kind of just because uh, I really do feel it could go either way. I think this is his opportunity to get a little bit comeuppance. What's again, this is just this weird psychology of the WWE Um, Luke Gallows this week on Raw came out with some face paint on and said, you know, when he wrestled in Japan, um, because now the OC are also the Raw tag team champions um, that Luke Gallows to help focus himself would put on this this face paint because it means some kind of focus that he had in Japan. Um, And but I, I feel like they're a little bit in that same bucket of like, yeah, but then they get. Lit on fire and pissed on too by the WWE, so I, I feel like if anything, they really should go AJ Styles in the club, yeah. But you know, they're gonna go Ricochet because they're gonna want that pop.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we gotta keep, we gotta remember though. I mean, we gotta have some of those heel wins to to make the the babyface wins go go higher. I think that it, they will have Ricochet go over on him, but I don't think it's gonna be at this pay per view. I think that they would um. They're gonna save that so that they can get a little bit more out of it. You know what I mean? I think it's mm-hmm. too soon. I think it's too soon. So I, I'm right. that, that's why I'm sticking with AJ on that one.
1: There's there's actually a lot of same side matches. Bailey and Ember Moon are both face. Drew and Oni are bo- are both heel. Mm-hmm. Um, you have you know is it could it be the demon versus the fiend? Even though we I don't think it's gonna be the demon yet. I don't you think have, so yet, No. Right. You have uh, Becky and Natalia who are both. Face ish and right. both ish, but not tweener. I don't know. It's weird. So, like, there, there's a lot of same, same on this side that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Um, now, one match that apparently was dropped initially, there were some plans for allegedly Roman Reigns was going to take on Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. However, they want to spend more time building this this question mark rivalry of who has been trying to injure or take out Roman Reigns. Um, so two weeks ago... It was Rikishi, um, right? Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, what was funny was when... So first, Roman Reigns gets attacked. At the end of SmackDown Live, there seemingly is like a production cart or a production shelving unit that's knocked over heavy containers on everything go crashing down on, on Roman. Roman does not get hurt. He is okay. Um, But it's like, you know, Thank he you did God. it. What's going on? He was kind of in shock. Um, on camera, that you see on one side of the screen at one point um, that, uh, uh oh my gosh, why did my brain just totally die in the guy's name? Um, You see uh Daniel Bryan's tag partner. um Eric Rowan. Thank you, Rowan. I kept thinking, I kept wanting to say Roman. I'm like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> Rowan. Um, my name
0: is uh, Eric Roman. <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
1: well, because it's Roman Reigns, and I'm like, uh, why am I thinking Roman? Pasta. Um, so <laughs> you see a guy who kind of looks like Rowan walking away, big, heavier guy in a hoodie, walking away nonchalantly as everyone else is scrambling to try to save Roman Reigns. Roman gets up to walk away, and at the end of the hallway, you see Buddy Murphy. So then on Raw, Hmm. because in between the time of SmackDown and Raw, people have been saying, it must be Samoa Joe, because there's been this rivalry, this hatred between um, Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. So Joe starts off raw standing on top of the commentaries table, yelling at them. Like all of you are just like these people. You're blaming me for something I didn't do. You're accusing me. You're making accusations. (laughs) Corey Graves Uh. who now randomly doesn't like Samoa Joe, um, is like, well, dude, you know, it could be you. What? I can't believe you would say, I'm going to find Roman Reigns. I'm going to make Roman Reigns apologize to me for letting people believe that I would have done this to him. Um, well then as as Samoa Joe is trying to find Roman reigns um Roman pulls up in a SUV Joe goes out to meet him in the parking lot and just as they are about to I don't know maybe butt heads here comes a car as Roman reigns jumps into the the driver's door of the SUV a car careens into the back end of the SUV um you know, so now here's Roman Reigns. He's been banged up again. Apparently, now it's not Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's trying to check on him. Let's get a medic. You know, now like, okay, you know, calm down. It's okay. They show that during the commercial break, everybody's checking on Roman, including Triple H. That Roman seems to be fine, a little disoriented. And then on SmackDown, you have, um, you have Roman now trying to figure out, okay, wh- okay, what happened. So he goes into the locker room, tells everybody to leave except Buddy Murphy, and tells Buddy, you know, man. I just wanna know who did it. Murphy's like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, I know you know you were there when all the production equipment was thrown on top of me. You must know something. You must have seen something. Curse is like, no, no, no. And if I did know, I wouldn't tell you. And then, so that sends Roman into a fit, attacks Buddy Murphy. Meanwhile in the ring, and I, I will say, I missed the sort of lead in for how this segment occurred because in the ring, was Rowan and Daniel Bryan and so they're watching on the Tron all of this happen as the as yeah. the audience is. And then Buddy Murphy is being smashed in the jaw by a forearm from Roman Reigns. He says Rowan was there. And it it's funny cuz you know I screwed up his name. Roman Reigns goes Rowan? Rowan? Like Daniel Bryan's Rowan? Yeah. Uh and he's like yeah, Daniel Bryan wasn't there. I just saw <laughs> Rowan. I just saw Rowan, and they're in the ring, so they like Daniel Bryan and Rowan share a glance.
0: I like and I, then I, I like it. everything. I like the storyline so far. The way you're describing it to me, right? I'm I'm, but, I'm, I'm being honest because it's it's different, but it's not.
1: Because so, <laughs> so I bring it. I bring it up as we talk about SmackDown because, or me, about SummerSlam because. Right now, there's no match for Roman Reigns. There's no match for Rowan. There's no match for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, they should just
0: continue the storyline. They shouldn't even give him a match. Just keep it it going. It feels
1: like, exactly. I think that's what's going to happen. I think there's going to be something else to escalate this drama. I think Rowan is also a red herring. I think it's something else. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it is Rikishi. I'm just saying. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah they're, they're, i'm gonna do it half point rikishi all right so so thinking rikishi. about this
0: storyline let's let, let's go to the, uh let's let's go to the clip here all right let's uh you remember this where's the audio oh yeah hey sean hey honor
2: sean uh, i don't know if you've uh if you got my messages at all but uh how you doing man how you feeling I got your messages, and, you know, I'm I'm doing okay. Or I'm doing as okay as I can be doing for a guy that got his head thrown through a car window. Sean, um... So... I feel feel horrible. I mean, you know...
0: So let's skip ahead here, right? You always
2: hear stories about people that...
0: Let's get to this part here. Because this is the money part, right? Where it's like...
1: Right. Let's pose so everybody.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, who is it? Yeah, who is it that did this? Who did this whole thing? Let's, uh, right. let's fix the video because it's so distorted. <laughs> oh. I
2: no.
0: did it. Uh... How ca- how could he do that, Phil? How could he do that to his, his best, best friend? Friend. Just like how how. How could someone from Samoa do it to another Samoan? <laughs> They're doing the same storyline, Phil. That's what I'm trying to get at. Here.
1: Right, exactly. I do feel like something else is going to happen. And like, I don't know, just Rikishi. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I just, mean, just, Rikishi Samoan, Phil. Right. It all makes sense. I mean, are, are we
1: going to see Vince McMahon and cloak again? Like, rip it off ah, crazy eyes? Yeah, it's me, Austin. <laughs> This is the be- maybe this is the beginning of the descent of Vince McMahon. He goes crazy on television. Yeah, so he can focus on XFL.
0: I guess that's it. That's the that's the way to go out. Right.
1: So, Tim, are we in a we match? Are at our, we are at our halfway point. <laughs> All right. We have five more <laughs> matches to go through. Would you like to take a break?
0: Uh, yeah, let's take a quick little break, and we will be right back.
2: Emotional consideration paid for by the following.
0: Can't finish the show in just one sitting? No problem. Listen to this and past episodes of the Tim Zabriskie Show on demand on all major podcasting networks, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. It's perfect for the ride home.
2: It's time! It's time! And time machine that afforded you incredible access to amazing adventures. Would you risk losing it all to attempt a speed record? Probably not, but I did. Join me and the mayor himself as we take you through the journey of building and then racing an infamously temperamental car, hoping to make it the fastest DeLorean in the world. Tell the story to my brother. (laughs) Then why tell the story? He's the one who sent the video that I put on Facebook
1: that 7,000
2: people saw. All of that was a lie I gotta
0: put myself in danger. Babe, what shirt are you wearing? Tim's brisky
2: show shirt
0: Phil, I got caught up uh, drinking my booze there, but uh, <laughs> Tim's a Brisky Show shirts, Phil. <laughs> Phil, what were we gonna say? I'm out of booze. Oh, pull little baby out, booze. So, I'm saying <laughs> Phil, shirts are ten bucks. They're sweet, right? Aren't they? They cool? are sweet. Phil, we ship them anywhere. Do you
1: know why? i need a fund to pay for my alcohol so you need to therefore start a bucket and you have to have money it's (laughs) because
0: phil Phil needs a new job all right so ten dollars get you the tins of risky show shirts some of the money might go to phil hopefully maybe at some point after it gets to me first but uh (laughs) thanks tim thank you I appreciate, I appreciate you. We're just waiting for Conrad and that serious contract, Phil. That's right. that, that's what it is.
1: <laughs> like, uh, uh, not kidding. If I had a if I had a broadcasting contract today that paid over thirty thousand dollars, I would I would probably be jumping right now. So thirty thousand dollars, Phil. Okay, I I mean I want a lot more than that, but yeah. Randomly, I know I'm, I'm like, I totally went another direction, but about four years ago, I was offered a radio job yeah. and I was so excited. And then they gave me the salary of $18,000.
0: Yeah, I Phil, was, there's no fucking money in radio. Unless Sirius is different, though, because it's all subscription based. So they can pay more. The problem is, is that Howard Stern gets 98% of that. So, ugh.
1: Yep, but he's the only
0: reason that people subscribe. Nobody's listening to fucking Opie and Anthony
1: anymore. All right, and one of them isn't there anymore. No,
0: nobody's listening to fucking Sam Roberts. (laughs) Oh, is that too much? Wow!
1: (laughs) Actually, I don't know anybody who does. I hate to say that. Like, he seems like a great guy, and he seems like like a nice guy. uh, But
0: asked him if he could get me an internship. He said no.
1: (laughs) Go there, you go. Thought we were friends.
0: Anyway, <laughs> oh hi, Z- hi Zach. How are you, Walt? My boy. Um, all right, Phil. So, uh, what do we got next?
1: So next up, we have Becky Lynch okay. defending the Raw Women's Championship against Natalia.
0: Uh, so how did how the hell did we get here, Phil? I this confused me. Like I thought that I've- Becky was doing something with her boyfriend. Right Can on that tail, go- bitch.
1: Well, they were, and then they really used it seemingly to just be all about um uh my brain had a moment. It, it really sort of seemed to become all about then what was going on with um Maria Connellas and Mike canellis um so they're then they a baby had, right. Yeah. Um so that spun away. Then they let Seth do his own thing against Brock, and then on July fifteenth on Raw. Naomi, Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and Carmella competed in a four-way elimination match to determine a new number one contender against, against Becky Lynch. Natalia won. Mm-hmm. And then after the match, um, after a match that Lynch had on July 29th, Natalia applied the sharpshooter um on Lynch. And in the backstage segment, Natalia teased that their match should be a submission match. Um there was also an attack that is Becky this a did. submission match then? Yes, yeah, so this is also a submission match. Okay. Sorry, my apologies. And then Becky also attacked Natalia before the start of Raw. And Fit Finley was like a trainer helping Natalia. And then Becky turns on Fit Finley and was like, You're a traitor to your people. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. And it was like, Were you were you trying to go here? Like it was just, it was awkward. And then even sort of just segue to...
0: She's like, man the, up, Fit, man up. Right.
1: As 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 uh, Seth is then later attacked by Brock Lesnar and looks like he's being taken out by an ambulance, you have this really kind of cool camera shot of, of you see Becky in the hallway as the stretcher goes by. You see Roman Reigns, who's his best friend. He gets loaded into the ambulance. He starts to go away. Everybody else leaves. I feel like there might have been a little comeuppance that caused them to go away, a little stir up. And then... In comes Brock Lesnar. So you know they they are in a weird. They are tying in some storylines a little better. So which not- is
0: awesome. Which makes fantastic right. TV. You know what right. I mean? Yeah.
1: And it and it does also then explain like you know why didn't you know the man's been present? Why didn't the man save Seth? Why didn't Roman Reigns, his <laughs> best friend, save Seth? Um,
0: what are they doing behind closed right. doors?
1: So no. Ooh.
0: Oh.
1: Um, so instead, they had a distraction of their own that they had to t- take care of. Uh, so all of this right now is Becky Lynch versus Natalya in a submission match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship.
0: All right, Phil, first question. Who do you think is hotter, Natalya or Becky Lynch? Physically. What does
1: that have to do? They're wrestling. That has to
0: do with everything, Phil.
1: They're wrestling. It
0: absolutely has to do with everything. Who do you Becky's think is hotter?
1: Becky's hotter, but they're wrestling.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, you, So you think that Becky's hotter? Are you
1: challenging me on that? I don't know, Phil. I I just think
0: that uh, I think that Natalia—they are both
1: a, lovely women.
0: I think that Natalia's got a fantastic body, and she's kept herself up in you know the public eye for about fifteen years now, and I think she looks great at it. They both, okay?
1: they both do. They they are both great people. Listen, Tendi Brian, like, help me out here. I feel t- like I'm digging a <laughs> hole, and I like I need a way to like. Climb to, out of to, it with a to any
0: of the long-time fans of the uh, Tim Zabriskie Show, which are only two people, me and Phil, um, <laughs> everybody knows that I am hugely into Becky Lynch, and I think that she is uh, very attractive. However, looks-wise, I think that natalia has got her beat. I, I don't know.
1: I, but it's not about looks. It's about in-ring ability. It's about Phil, wrestling. It's pro wrestling.
0: Phil, it's, it's about looks when it comes to the heavyweight championship at the biggest pay-per-view party of the summer, Phil. Wow. We're
1: talking about the women's championship? Not I'm just saying.
0: Phil, don't put words in my mouth, all right? (laughs)
1: I'm just kidding. Well, I want a word, and I want that word to be whoever you think the winner is against Becky Lynch Ah. and Natalya. Phil,
0: they're not going to take the championship off the cover star of WWE 2K20. So we're going to be keeping the championship on Becky Lynch, all right? Natalia, you're a very good-looking woman. You are one hell of an athlete in and out of the ring. But my point being is that you're not winning the championship tonight, and I hate to break it to you. Um, I I, I want the best for you, and I think that what you should do is (laughs) –
1: You're like giving her a retirement <laughs> speech. Like, what's happening right now? No, no by the way, no. I agree with you. I'm I think calling, it's going to be Becky Lynch.
0: I'm, 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 cha- I'm telling her to go call her friend Beth Phoenix and go get those damn tag team championships. Okay, the women's tag team championships, Phil.
1: That might not be a bad idea. That's a fantastic that really idea. A idea. That's
0: where I was going with that. Okay, but I was trying to soften the blow to let her know that she's not winning the championship in in this in this very uh, in this very match. All right, that's where I was um, going with that.
1: According to Brian, in-ring ability, Natalia is very deserving of a title, but Becky Lynch is the eye candy for the dads. It's always about the money.
0: Exactly. That is what we're doing here, Philly. We're talking about the money. Becky Lynch is the cover star of the brand new video game that they are currently hyping. Right. So they're not taking the belt off her, Phil. Stop arguing with me on that, all right?
1: Wow. <laughs> Though so I agreed with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a somehow I'm being a contrarian while I'm agreeing with you. It's amazing. So then, in our first of two legends appearances, yes, we yeah. have Trish Stratus taking on. Do you want Charlotte to try to say her name Clare. again? No, I don't. It's Trish, <laughs> Trish. Trish Stratus. Trish
0: stratus
1: this diastema is not just for looks it you know it has a functional dysfunction okay
0: yep i got gotcha. you trish there it is fantastic stratus yes there it is versus
1: charlotte flair Whoa. Woo. Whoa. Whoa. sorry brian uh. i think we're gonna have to talk down your girl your hometown girl
0: I like how we're doing bo- these two women's matches back to back, Phil. Thank you. Speaking of which, Phil, who do you think is a better looking broad?
1: <laughs> we're not doing this again, Tim.
0: <laughs> Why not, Phil? We need to. We the the survey from when we had when we took that um that 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 poll. They said we need to be edgier, Phil. So we got to uh, <laughs> push the edge. We got to push the edge. Over the Edge, 1999, I feel
1: like, like, I I don't know. I feel like I could relate with Trish Stratus. I feel like (laughs) if I didn't have to look at the face of Charlotte Flair, I might be okay.
0: You know who has to look at the face of Charlotte Flair is, uh... Oh, Lord. What's his name? Sien, uh... What's his name? Siena. uh...
1: You know, I do need a job, and this isn't helping my
0: prospects. <laughs> oh, were you were you trying to use the Tim's risky you mean Andrade? show? Andrade,
1: Andrade, my lord in heaven.
0: Were you trying to use the Tim's risky show as a way to get to a uh, to a professional uh, broadcasting career, Phil?
1: Any job at this point, <laughs> anything that might pay me.
0: Uh anything. Tim, <laughs> feel sell your shirts. Ten dollars. <laughs> <$10? laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, so getting back to this match here, Phil, I just want to say that um, kudos to us because um, on the very last podcast that we had given, we said that that w- this match was going to happen at, at SummerSlam. So, so kudos to us. We definitely... So make sure you like and subscribe. And if you can't listen to the re- watch the rest of the show here um, on your way to work or on your way on your last day, like Phil from work, you can uh, listen to us on Spotify and Apple and and uh, the iHeartMedia Media app and everything like that. Um, but yeah, we called this match, Phil, and I, I think it's fantastic that, that we did it and they listened to us and right. and, and they they went with it. But um. Phil, what is the? How did these two come together? Did Did Trish show up on Raw one day and said, "I'm going to take you out," and uh, and Charlotte was like, "And that was well, it."
1: So I think that's been part of it. Is there's been that tease of, is this going to happen? Is this a thing that we are going to get to? Um, and I'm, I want to make sure I have all the right dates. So backstage on July 23rd on SmackDown, um, Charlotte was displeased that she was not scheduled to compete on SummerSlam. So then she made a statement that she would have to prove that she was the greatest female superstar of all time.
0: All the times, Phil.
1: Right, of all of the times, ever (laughs) of the times. And that the next week, Trish Stratus was a guest. Trish Stratus, why can I not say that name? Um, Was a guest on Jerry Lawler's King's Court. They were interrupted by Flair, who challenged the seven-time champion to a match at SummerSlam. And after disparaging comments from Flair stratus accepted the
0: challenge and fantastic so here we are in trish stratus's hometown of toronto canada versus the person that has been running the whole women's division for the past five years let's say phil I, except I don't except
1: for the last six months
0: yeah i mean you know she she can part-time her way through it at this point but my point being is that who does this really help phil I know that we're gonna go with this as a whole special attraction, and it doesn't right. have to really affect anybody. And uh, I'm gonna keep talking like this until the end of the sentence. Uh, but the point is, is that is that who does this really benefit? Does this benefit Trish to get that that hometown pop, or does this help Charlotte so that Charlotte has bragging rights for the next time she goes after the um the SmackDown Women's Championship?
1: You've already given your answer. You know, it is for that pop. It really it is. is for the attraction it. of it. Um, I think it would be great for Flair to walk out with it, to be like, yes, now this gives me steam to go into whatever's going to come next for her. You know, Trish doesn't necessarily need it. I think it's going to be Trish because they're going to utilize this as another way to ramp up. Hey, look at, the cal- look at the talent that you remember still actively competing. Oh, remember SmackDown's coming onto Fox.
0: Exactly. And, and SmackDown to me in the early stages was very synonymous with Trish Stratus. So... Do you right. think that this could be, like, maybe maybe her coming back a lot more for SmackDown and everything like that? I'm thinking about, very,
1: about TNA. I mean, very <laughs> potentially. Brian said it, says it best. It helps the ratings. Absolutely. VKM, it benefits the most. You're absolutely right. Yeah, definitely. Trish, but I think it's going to be Trish because they can utilize her in more ways. Though, I, th- I mean, it it would make sense to me for either. This really is a big toss-up for me. Um, But I think it's going to be Stratus with the hometown pop.
0: Yeah. Who do you guys think? The phone lines are open. The phone number 518-350-4312. Feel free to call in. It goes right to the bat line, and we will uh, will have you participate in the show. Once again, 518-350-4312. If you are listening to the audio podcast, the phone line is absolutely closed. So, um, Phil, who do you have going on? Are you going to go with Trish, or are you going to go with Charlotte?
1: I'm going to go with Trish, but I'm almost already regretting the decision.
0: All right. So... Um, i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna go with trish as well i think that you know it's just it's just really gonna pop everybody you know she's get she's obviously the notable name is gonna make it all the all the dads at home that are watching be like oh i remember her so um yeah we're gonna go with trish here on this one
1: all right phil what do we got next next up for the wwe championship kofi kings wait, wait a second
0: how many matches do we have left
1: we have three matches left all right all right sounds good <laughs> You're gonna love something I wrote. I'll get to it later. Um, Kofi <laughs> Kingston versus Randy Orton. Uh Kingston selected Orton to be his opponent, referencing that they had they had feuded in the past. Um, and at that time, Kingston defeated Orton, but that Orton said uh used his influence to keep Kingston out of the main event scene. Oh, so we're shooting, huh, Cowboy? Right. And Orton said he was right to hold Kingston back and oh, accepted the challenge. Wow. 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 I almost sent you a video from that time where Orton was in an interview in Mexico and the the reporter it's like a joking sort of segment on Mexican television and he jokingly or the reporter asks, like, what do you eat for breakfast? And Orton's like, Well, that's a weird question. And he tells him, and the guy goes, That sounds like a breakfast of a weak man <laughs> and orton gets like a little heated and starts cussing yeah can you
0: find that link for me right now and uh and i'll, I'll put it on because i do want to see that so. i will
1: but it's long it's super long and like uh, it's really distorted that's why i didn't share it with you
0: uh, okay so i will right.
1: share it to you afterwards but um uh, so, so i mean I, they're not getting co- they're not getting that belt off kofi right now so you don't uh, it's think co- so no, it's Kofi all the way.
0: Why do you think they're not going to take that belt off Kofi? Because it's if you just... ask me, his, his this reign has been really lackluster. So it almost makes sense to put the belt onto Randy Orton right now because that's a safe money draw.
1: At the same time, you know, a, a victory over Randy Orton says a little bit more. He has, you know, a little bit going with him. There is that, again, that element of could it be Randy Orton because he has a little bit more of maybe the name power than Kofi. But – there's all these rumors going around that Randy Orton is trying to dial down really some of his wrestling appearances. And if you think about it from 15 years ago to now, he's the only sort of full-time guy left from that era. But
0: he doesn't, but, is he really even full-time? Is he really right. doing all the house shows and everything like that? So that's is my he...
1: point. Like he's near full-time, but he's not full-time. So I'm kind of leaning more towards Kofi because Kofi's going to be active with that championship. Um, it's interesting because what, what I have started to notice visually is, uh, you know, there was some criticism of Kofi right as he won the championship about, don't look like New Day anymore. Be your own guy. Stand up a little right. bit different. And he still comes out as new as a member of New and Day. And that
0: child is shit. I'm I'm right. sorry. Going but to an when, edgier network like Fox, isn't? It, I don't think it's gonna fly. I don't think that s-
1: it's it's there. I'm sorry. No, your problem. When, when you see him now out in segments, he's in a suit or he's in a dress shirt like n- now it feels like they're making him a little bit more prestigious appearing i don't know if they, you know that's really what they were intending or it just happens to be a happenstance i don't think that he's but is new
0: day even here. out there with
1: him nope, no no ah. they're keeping it very separate and actually mm, there's been a lot but it's of the same song about. though
0: right same yeah. theme song yeah
1: and for the last couple of weeks there's been a lot of rewrites on smackdown and they all seem to be focused around setting up uh, Kofi Kingston to be different and separate from New Day. Yeah, of course they have, you know, Calling they have friendship. They have yeah, yeah, right, exactly. I,
0: I like it. I like it, but I don't know. See, I'm back and I'm getting really back and forth. You know what I mean? Right. So the whole thing is that it's do I do I think that for the same reason that we just picked Trish Stratus to go over Charlotte, we could see that with Randy Orton, especially with going into Fox and everything like that. Yes, I can see that. But with what you're telling me now with them starting to set up a little bit of a of a tension of a of a um a separation between Kofi and the new Dave, which could eventually turn into a feud between Big E and Kofi, which i would I, I think would be sweet. um
1: there you go. I like the wording from Brian, elevating the character separately, yeah, yeah, which is good. I mean i uh he he is a he is the w w e champion. So, you know, though he was is also noted in history as being the longest reigning WWE tag team champion in history. Right. He's the WWE champion. So he has to, I like that phrase, elevating the character separately. He has to appear to be higher, of a higher caliber compared to the rest of the talent he's competing against because he's at that level.
0: When was the last time he threw a fucking pancake into the crowd though, Phil? <laughs>
1: It may have been the last pay per view. Exactly.
0: So how are we still elevating him if he's if he's super sell like if he's still super wrestling
1: fans are supposed to have a very short term memory? And so do you remember what happened in the last pay-per-view? If they can set it up in the last month leading into SummerSlam, oh wait a minute, he's come out different, he's appeared different, you know. Oh yeah, well they must still be friends, but they've not had them associate on television. So therefore, oh he now must have a different sort of stance from them.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Are you going with him? Um, Come on, TM.
0: I'm going to go with Randy Gordon. I'm going to go with my gut, my initial reaction that, that in order, it, it's going to kind of be the repeat booking again. You know what I mean? It's going to make Randy be more of a heel in that sense. You know what I mean? I, I like this whole fantasy booking that we're doing with, with, with a potential heel run between, or not heel run, uh, tension between New Day and Kofi and everything like that. But at the end of the day, they, these guys have a history of repeating themselves. And I'm going to stick to that and go with Randy.
1: And I'm glad Brian is agreeing with everything I'm talking about. Um, next up, I'm going to say next, the semi-main is going to be Goldberg versus oh, Dolph God. Ziggler.
0: This, this match should be the opener. Is really what it should be.
1: <laughs> it should be not on the... Not on anything.
0: All right, Phil. Let's uh let's take about thirty seconds and let us know how the huge, long, illustrious buildup between these two.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I had a moment <laughs> where I phased out there. So basically, uh,
0: <laughs> well, that's the attention span of uh of last everyone. Week, <laughs> yeah.
1: Last week on Raw, um, there there's it looks like they're setting up that it's gonna be Dolph Ziggler, Miz, um. Shane McMahon's out there. Um, Ziggler and Miz kind of get into it, and Ziggler super kicks Shawn Michaels. Um, then this week they everybody's back now. Um, yeah, everybody's back. There's a, going to be a contract signing. Shawn Michaels is there to like make sure things stay calm, um, and they get Dolph Ziggler to sign a contract. And the Miz makes a comment something like, yeah, "I'm gonna have a lot of fun kicking your ass on." On uh
0: Raw. Monday, yeah. Yeah.
1: And he's like, What are you talking about? This is for SummerSlam. And it, it almost looked like, oh, did he mess up? Did he say like the wrong show?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and he goes, Oh no, 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 no. You see, you're we're gonna wrestle, but at SummerSlam, you're gonna take on a legend. Okay, tease Shawn Michaels. Oh, everybody's getting excited. And then it's like, oh, it's not Shawn Michaels and then- Goldberg music hits. <laughs> Now, to be clear, because there's some fans who are going to be like, but that's not what happened because because we heard the crowd chant Goldberg. No, you didn't. His music is embedded with chanting of the name Goldberg. Oh, oh so they
0: did a little I, uh, TV
1: magic there, Phil? Is yeah, that what that is? I mean, I love audio stuff when it comes to wrestling sometimes. So you hear Goldberg, Goldberg. Out comes Goldberg. Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. That's how it happened. Um, Brian, option number one, Ziggler over as a legend killer. Option two, Goldberg is a part-time legend with short matches to hopefully raise stock and current talent. Yeah, Goldberg's totally going over, and he shouldn't. Um, but I'm, oh, I'm, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Let's let's yeah. talk about this, all right? Because because right. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of listening to everybody tell me that Goldberg is going over on Ziggler. Let's Tim. think about this. Seriously. Ziggler's getting a little bit of a push right now, there's all these changes backstage. They're really going to be going with 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 different things. What good does it do for Goldberg? We're already getting that that nostalgia pop with Trish Stratus. We've already decided that, right? It's it's it's, it's finished. Why wouldn't we want to put Gold or Ziggler over Goldberg? Cause that would be huge. The only other p- person to really do that is in WWE is Brock, and I want to say The Rock, right? Cause The Rock beat him once too. But who else, Phil? Seriously, who will Triple H, right? Right. So, so doing that with Ziggler would be gigantic. And, and yes, Ziggler can go and lose every other match again, but putting him over on, on Goldberg to, on Sunday would be super fantastic for him.
1: I don't, I don't disagree with you. I think that would be an amazing option. I think that you're, for everything that you've just said, that would be great. It's about the money, it's about the nostalgia pop. And that's the like, other thing too even if heel, he does like-
0: lose even if he does lose he's 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 a, he's got a million dollar contract for the next like five or six years or some whatever right he's like and at the end of the day this isn't a, this is about money you know what I mean so it's like yeah. it's like I'm sure he's happy no matter what. he's probably living a childhood like like dream even fighting Goldberg though too but to me it makes it makes so much sense and I feel that if, if Paul Heyman has anything to do with it, He's gonna be going to be going over against Goldberg. And then Goldberg can go, disappear, knowing that he lost in a good way compared to right. that shit that we saw last
1: month. Right. I'm hoping for near Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam antics. <laughs> that would be fantastic. But I'm going Goldberg.
0: You're going Goldberg. I'm definitely going Ziggler on this one. Awesome. I'm doing it. I'm doing it because you know what? It's the only thing that seriously makes sense for me to do. Now, who do you guys think? Write it in the comments down below. Um, Make sure you have our handles, at Timmy Zabriskie, at PSPhenom, because during um, the actual pay-per-view, we will be uh, live tweeting and everything like that. And if you want to call in, phone number is still open, the the bat line, 518-350-4312. All right, Phil, here we go.
2: It's time for the main event.
1: It will be for the WWE Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar, <laughs> the Beast, takes on Seth freaking Rollins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lesnar versus Rollins! Oh gosh. oh, gosh, Phil. You know what's so funny to me when I hear this match is that didn't they say that that they weren't gonna do that stupid rematch clause ever again? Wasn't well, that what that the it, whole thing it was? It was not
1: an automatic that the rematch clause was not there. But that's not a rematch. There, they still have a they have a rivalry which has been established after the fact of the of because remember it was Seth Rollins that beats Brock Lesnar for that title, and they've done everything in the last two weeks. To now beat the living tar out of Seth Rollins before Summerslam, yeah. Even to the point where it was like, oh, he must not be able to compete, and they had to put out a tweet to be like, oh no, the doctor said he's okay to compete.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah. he just can't have sex with his girlfriend.
1: The man. It's weird. (laughs) This is the match that does throw me a little bit, and and it's because they've done so much to beaten down, to beat down. Excuse me, Seth Rollins. It almost makes me feel like it's. I mean, I I I feel like Brock Lesnar is going to win. Like I don't I don't really doubt that right now. But I feel like there's something else there that I am missing, that, that if Seth Rollins is that badly beaten, that you don't really have a challenge against Brock. So does Seth go, hold on, I have somebody in the pocket that I'm going to pull out that you're going to have to face instead? Uh, which you know Maybe I could see that, like, okay, I'm the hero giving somebody else this opportunity. Is it that— um, It's going
0: to you know, be Mark Marrow.
1: He's all about overcoming obstacles and life's challenges, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, and he's all about, you know, now he's out for revenge of his wife.
1: Okay. Could it? I mean, I don't think he <laughs> he can really actively wrestle right now, but who else is in Toronto? Oh, Edge? Oh. But I, but I don't know. I feel I just feel like there's something else here that we're missing, that we're just not getting the picture of. So I do feel there's more likelihood of shenanigans in this match. Um and I think they've just beaten down Seth Rollins to get over the fact like, oh, that, you know, he was at top tip top shape when he beat Brock Lesnar before. Now he's been beaten to death. How can a man a third of the size of Brock Lesnar possibly think that he could succeed at now taking out Brock Lesnar? OK, uh, I just in North Carolina, but I'm, you know, uh, we, he's we, from we Toronto. It, we get it. We yeah. know him as being from but Toronto. The,
0: but the thing is, is that who's going to who's going to slay the dragon this time or slay the beast or whatever we're calling the guy today? You know, like, right. like who's going to do it? You know, it's old shit. I need to see Brock against somebody different. Right. You know, it's so I, I want, I want Brock to go over, but I have a feeling that they're trying, they're trying to do, they're still, they failed with Seth. You know what I mean? They thought that Seth was going to be the greatest thing. And I did too, but they, he, he wasn't getting the reactions that he was looking for, Phil. So, the, so are they going to put it right back on him? You know what I mean? That that's that's the whole thing. I I've, I don't know, Phil. So are you it, going with
1: Brock on this one? Is, I'm going with I'm going with Brock.
0: Ah, oh, Phil, I feel a lot of pressure.
1: No, the, okay. So Brian just threw up, so I'm gonna pause for a quick second. It will never be B- Brock Lesnar versus Matt Riddle. It just won't. Riddle is not the guy. Like Riddle thinks he's the guy, and I'm not. This is not me saying anything about the quality of talent that Riddle is. This is just me saying the mentality of the WWE and where they're at. Brock was, you know, came out of NCAA amateur wrestling, then became a, you know, was in WWE, then left and became a UFC heavyweight champion. He is Brock Lesnar. He is this force, this entity. Riddle got kicked off the ultimate fighter. Like. I don't I just don't see it. Um, Oh, is this an opportunity to introduce UFC's Daniel Cormier or someone else with an MMA style background?
0: a bro but then he wrote a bro at the end of it right
1: so i know it's not (laughs) you know i could see daniel i always i always mess up if his name is cormier cormier or cormier now do Um, you think that
0: we would end up getting um a bro versus uh versus a y2j down the road
1: well well remember we would have to then talk about
0: that other company and we're not doing that today phil this is probably gonna no. be the last plug, but Phil, we're gonna be talking about that in a couple weeks on August 29th when uh, 29th. when we discuss um, all Elite Wrestling all out, right, Phil? So August right. 29th. So um, yeah, make sure you like, subscribe, I mean, and everything like that.
1: So, so, to be fair, back to you know, Brian's just made a point. There's a social media storyline easily there. You're not wrong. At the same time, Oni Lorkin has challenged Brock Lesnar before. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the others that have challenged Brock Lesnar before other people in UFC have challenged Brock Lesnar to a WWE fight. I, I, I mean, um,
0: yeah, but that's irrelevant. Though. Colin
1: McGregor has challenged him and then yeah, all that, off shit that too, is, so. all
0: that shit is irrelevant though, because it's like next thing you know, next thing you know, Phil, I'm going to start challenging jockeys to horse racing. You know what I mean? It's, it, it doesn't, right. it doesn't make but any jockeys sense. Aren't,
1: jockeys aren't considered in the world of sports entertainment.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know,
1: I, and barely are you.
0: Oh, thanks. Hey,
1: sorry. <laughs> no, it's you're it was right there's on the button. It's it's um, alright, it's alright, it's fine. I'm totally going Brock, who okay, you got?
0: Just, just for argument's sake, I'm gonna go Seth. Okay. Because, because to me the whole thing is that um I don't know, man. They need the they need those baby faces and they need people to be appearing on T V. And is Brock gonna be showing up, you know, for SmackDown on Fox? Or is Seth Rollins gonna do it because Seth Rollins is a company man. And he's going to squash AEW.
1: <laughs> so, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Brock keeps the championship when they get ready to do Ross Smackdown, just through the progression of how they've been having, you know, sort of everybody on both shows still with some distinction of some folks.
0: But they're going to separate everyone though, right?
1: Allegedly, apparently, maybe. So what if they you know, Brock is appearing on both shows, Brock or Brock shows up on Smackdown. We get Kofi more and more on Raw. So when they go to Smackdown on Fox, oh, Brock's on Smackdown and broadcast television. To me, that makes sense. Like, I can see that as a natural progression. He would be the bigger money draw. Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't talked about some other people who have, you know, vanished into the ether. Um, like you know, The
0: Undertaker.
1: Right. Where's The Undertaker? Um, where is uh, Ronda Sh- Rousey? Where's Shelton Benjamin? <laughs> and and it's interesting. Like, I, I'm saying this, like, because I'm talking about from the WWE perspective and, and yeah. the money that they bring and those name recognition draws on the wrestler, excuse me, on the wrestling side, from people who want to see just this great wrestling event, get the Shelton Benjamins out there, get the Buddy Murphys out there, get more Oni Lorcan on primetime television.
0: Yeah. Get these younger guys that are gonna have those excellent matches like you they were doing on Monday Night Raw.
1: Right. We're not getting that because the WWE is struggling to be like anytime something doesn't work instantly out of the gate for a newer guy. Oh well they've they, you know they're, they're the screwed shits. up, they're not there. They're the they're fucking the shits. shits, yeah. The Brock Lesnar and Goldberg and Taker even can you know fall over themselves and then keep moving they keep using them because oh they have this nostalgia brian and it's you like, can't
0: use wrestling we can use wrestling it's fine <laughs> you said he can't use wrestling
1: um well he has to because the middle word of his company is wrestling uh, uh, so what
0: company does he work
1: for uh, he helps run pwx out of north carolina oh premier wrestling x experience okay all right Hey, Brian. so we see you. And Michael Taney is the promoter for IWA's Coast. So, you know, oh. just saying hi. Hi, Michael. Um, How are you? There's, there's people. there, they're, they're, they're following us. Um, which you should, too. <laughs> right. So I'm just, what basically, I'm just saying, like, yes, they're building these name stars so that you watch them when SmackDown goes on Fox. Like, we're going to get more of that because they want to get the ratings draw, which makes right. a lot of sense. There's a lot of money involved, a lot of advertisement dollars. Totally makes sense at the same time a lot of fans, a lot of people inside wrestling are like, we want to see the wrestling talent. We want to see the people who can do all this work you want to see really get over and get established and do great things. You know, when they put AJ Styles and Ricochet on the main event of Raw for, was it two weeks? You have used it all the way through. Um, It's been, it was great. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, okay, now we're going to, you know, sort of save it now for SummerSlam, you know, with some off matches here on Raw. It, It was just like, you could have you know there's other things they could have done but they're not going to do that because again it is about the dollars it is about the money it's about the ratings they're going to get as they get ready to prepare for smackdown on fox
0: yeah so i'm gonna go seth you're gonna go brock and yes i think that um, puts a button on it tim <laughs> i think that i think that's about it phil phil when is uh what do you got going on this weekend you doing any wrestling
1: uh, I am in negotiations for an opportunity Ooh. for this weekend, but as of right now, I ain't doing nothing. Um, but you can follow some things that are happening with Wrestling Revolver over at PW or me, PW Revolver on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> not and Not
0: pwxpro.com for Brian.
1: Hey. Uh-huh. Hey. Hey. Hi, Brian. How are you? You can book me, too. Um, I need a job. Please, not hear me. <laughs> um... And you can book me on my Twitter, at PSPhenon.
0: At PSPhenon. Phil, the next time we see you will be for All Elite Wrestling All Out. I think think this is going to be a hit for me from now on. I'm going to start just finding uh, the songs to play in the background like this, Phil. Just, just for these little plugs like this, but um, I'm okay with it. Um, a few more weeks, August 29th. So that'll be, uh, yeah, three weeks from today. Um, Join Phil and I right here, wherever you're listening to this, wherever you're watching this, as we are on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Timmy. We are on all the YouTubes. 4674. Phil, I, I also picked this song too to, to close this out as well. Is a SummerSlam, so you're feeling a little hot, 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 <laughs> hot, 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 right? YouTube.com slash TimmyZ4674. Um, Phil, <laughs> it's been a pleasure as always. Tim. Uh, everybody else, thank you so much. Wherever you're watching this video, make sure you follow, make sure you like it, maybe maybe share it, you know, that way, um, you know, everybody can see what you're watching. And uh, if, For Phil, thank you so much. And if we don't see you, catch us outside. How about that?